The Arcane Dice Podcast presents This week on the Arcane Dice Podcast The heroes gathering allies and dodging the undead make their way to the king's throne room. Finding the doors locked tight, Mortor takes matters into his own hands. Remember? Next Thursday is a brand new episode of Dungeon Crawl Legacy of the Mad Mage. All this and more on this week's episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Arcane Dice Podcast. one thing in the states i was like i gotta get me some fucking popeye's chicken every time i was there and now it's here so i have no reason to go back to my parents house it's great <laughs> i will never well, leave I'm, i it's just don't chicken. understand it because i tried popeye's and it's not great it's not no it is You're you got wrong. the wrong popeye's then <laughs> i'll put it like tears above mary brown's Oh god, yeah. yeah. But no, Raph worships the altar of oh, Mary. No, Brown. Popeyes has like a good crispy chicken, the fucking mashed potatoes. Eh. No, I, I, I'll take Mary Brown's over Popeyes any day of the week. Mary you're Brown's wrong. is so oily. Every time yeah. I bite into a piece of Mary Brown's, oil just like comes out, and I'm not a huge fan. Popeyes, every time, all the time. They opened one in Shirt Park, and my dad was telling me about it. I was like, I'm gonna get so fat. <laughs> they're, they're black beans and rice. Come on. Ooh. Oh, the sides are freaking awesome. The gravy? Oh, God. Yeah, great. The gravy. I order extra every time just to keep it. Okay, well, now you assholes are talking about food. I got to grab a Pepsi here real quick. <laughs> yeah, show up two minutes late, and you didn't even fucking supply yourself prior to. To be fair, though, I mean, he does have a pretty full house. He's got right. kids running everywhere. Kitties? Cats? No, like kiddies, like children no, idiots. They're they're all oh. gone now, so we're they they just left today, so Oh did they? Why was there children everywhere? What? Uh Raph runs an underground uh child uh bike club. Bike club. So like the how you met your mother, it's like the like cellar and all the children are just like under the floor. <laughs> It comes up, it's like the children are under the floor. What? Let me show you. I've watched that show in years. Yeah, you want a pair of Rikes? Just, just talk to Raph. He'll, he'll have them fabbed up. I mean, it's obvious. He prefers Mary Browns over Popeyes. He's a horrible person. Yeah. <sighs> Not crispy fried chicken. I don't even understand why you're frying the chicken at that point. Nothing redeemable about that, man. Why would you fry the chicken if you're not going to make the skin crispy? I don't... (sighs) Chase, don't you really feel... Yeah, you you seem to have strong feelings. Yesterday. Oh, God, no. I saw him fucking have chips. Nope. Oh, I think he brought those just for you. When you were talking about the food thing, I was like, I think I was eating, but like I was very like cautious to make sure I was muting myself. And I was like, oh God, was it me? No, it's, it's rad. You can hear him chewing on fucking gravel. 
There's no snack Try bag. All the loud things. I told you you could eat fucking soup through a straw. All right. Are we all are we all ready? Yes. I believe He's so. I got ready my as we're going to be. I got my dice. Aye aye, Captain. I got uh Cheesecake Johnson fucking in the wings. <laughs> All right, so we left off with you guys uh, going towards the throne room. And uh, as you guys were progressing through the castle, you went near one of the outer walls. You were able to see out of one of the uh, the outlooks there onto one of the balconies. Uh, and you saw a huge portion of the city uh, collapsed in on itself. Uh, and the commotions of battle coming from uh, outside. And as you perceived a little better as you got near the edges or near the edge uh, you saw that most of the city guard was in uh, close quarters combat with the undead that seemed to have blanketed the city hmm. you see this happening uh, do you just progress on to the throne room yeah I think we decided to uh to go cautiously, swords drawn, uh, but still move with a purpose. All right. I move Here's with a, a swagger. The icky book. Does it give me, like, can I flip through this, like, speed read, and see if there's, like, a spell that'll just, like, dissipate all of the resurrected? Maybe? Uh, Guess you should have attuned to it. No! I have the book. I don't have to attune to the book. I have it in my hands. Roll me uh, an investigation check, please, with disadvantage if you're going to try and read this while continuing to move throughout the castle. What if I just stop for a second? Is it okay if I fall a little bit behind the group? All right. Yeah. Ollie will stop for a second as the group continues and uh, roll me that investigation check. Well, I got an 18 with my plus three to investigation. It is a 21. Very nice. You guys continue on following Mator uh, towards the throne room. Uh, he leads you down a couple hallways. Uh, and Ollie, you stay behind and just kind of pull up the book and start just kind of trying to speed read uh, through it. Uh, and a couple minutes is going to go by. And Ollie, you'll land on, uh, let's see, there is, I don't know if it's, it is a spell in the book. I just got to find the name for it. There is like um, a banish. and uh, I don't know if it's, it might just be a cleric thing. Uh, in which case, you won't have it. I just got to check here. Oops. No, that is just create. Uh, no, there is going to be no spells in the book for you to just instantly dissipate. Uh, undead. You can't just like recorpsify. Uh, you could just make more undead. 
What if I resurrect the undead? What happens then? I feel like a double negative. Uh, <laughs> no. If you were to try and use like a revivify spell on them, it wouldn't work. Gotcha. Um, you might be able to like resurrect one, but that's a pretty high level spell to be wasting on a zombie. Uh, like to do one at a time. Fair. Uh, you could... No, that wouldn't work either. I don't get rid of them for a minute. No, there's nothing in the book that you'll uh, find to help you here. Well, I guess I will see if... Let's see if I can follow up with my friends, see where they gone. All right, Ollie, as you close up the book and you turn from the balcony and begin to head... Um, the direction you saw the rest of the party go, uh, you hear a loud rumble and a heavy crash. Uh, and I'm going to need you to make me a deck save, please. You know those things you're real good at. <laughs> you know, oh, I would like to say the it. same dice I just rolled an 18 with. I just rolled a fucking six. Oof. So with my dexterity modifier... Guys, are you ready? It's an eight! No longer a mu- Nice. Uh, that is gonna be a fail. So we're gonna have to roll some dice here. Uh, Ollie. A huge chunk of the ceiling of Gontelgrim uh, collapses down on the hallway in front of you. Uh, caving in the roof and blocking off the, the route to the party. Uh, failing that save... Uh, you are going to take 44, oh, sorry, uh, yeah, 44 points of bludgeoning damage, uh, and you are going to be, um, restrained. Because you failed by five or more. That's not good. That's 44 points? Yeah. 44 nice. points. Okay. Uh, I still have the ear, right? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm gonna ear to Dusha and be like, I got stuck. Can you can you roll me a dexterity check, please? Not using that dice. Oh Natural twenty, got twenty-two. Very nice. You will be able to reach the stone to message Dusha. Dusha, I'm stuck. Alright. As uh you guys will rumble as well as the roof collapses uh, from some falling debris. And uh, Dusha, almost immediately after, uh, you'll get that message from Ollie. How many corners did we make so far away from where she... I guess I wouldn't know. Uh, Let's see. Three. Uh, the rock formation moving forward. I think I was at the front of the pack, wasn't I? Yep. <clears throat> um, well, yeah. Immediately turn around and perform street sweeper maneuver and push everybody back the way we came. Do you announce? Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you're a rock golem that can't fucking communicate with anybody. Yeah. I hear that. You can. You can. Ollie. Yeah. 
so hearing that and then uh, immediately following uh, the, the roof collapse and you guys can put together that something must have happened to Ollie uh, as you look back and she's not with the party. As you go past the corners back to where you came, you can see huge amount of uh, stone caving in the uh, walkway in front of you. Uh, the only person who would be able to get through is Dusha using your uh, the is there an actual name for it or is it just does it just say you can move through earth? Uh, one second and I'll tell you. Something glide, isn't it? The, the, the earth glide. Earth glide. You're on mute, bro. Sorry, what was it called again? Earth Glide. Earth Glide. Earth Glide. Yes, it is indeed called Earth Glide. Okay. All right. Uh, that can get you through the stone, uh, where you will see Ollie on the other side, uh, pinned under a huge chunk of boulder. I'd like to make a strength check since I'm a. Uh, absolutely. Well, I'm also a siege monster. One chunk of boulder, or is it like a bunch of small rocks? It's a fairly sizable boulder with a bunch of smaller ones around. Is it like each rock is like 10 pounds? Like, what are we talking about? I'm going to say the biggest one is, Jesus Christ, I don't know, 450 pounds. Oh my God. <laughs> That won't be too much for a siege monster. Yeah, I mean, if I can't lift it, I'll just break it. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll start. Like, can I put, like, spectral hand or something like that? It just starts, like, pulling rocks off me. But obviously, 450 pounds is not going to be something that's going to move. No, <laughs> no, you can't. Legs, uh, but not enough to be able to pull yourself out. You're going to be walking funny for a little while. Yeah. Well, yeah, right, but, right. like... Not a lot of held. <laughs> that too. Uh, all right, so I guess strength check there, DM? Yes, please. Uh, athletics, if you would. Athletics. Yeah, uh, 17 plus Earth Elemental. Uh, plus 5, so 17, 22 to start moving that stuff off. All right. With a 22, you will be able to lift up enough Ollie to uh, slide out. The only issue is Ollie does not going to be able to get. Yeah, I'm just going to start smashing a tunnel through. Uh, you think that it would take you probably, I'm going to say six to eight hours to beat through all of this. Ooh. I have a thing for this. Wait, wait. Oh. I am ready. <laughs> There's an app for that. There's an app for that. <laughs> Give me a second. One second. Is it teleport? Waiting. Waiting. There was a. <laughs> there was a tech wizard class. You should rename all their. Spells to apps. apps. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That would be funny. 
There was a, an unearthed arcana that had spells for the modern day. So it was like um, a shut-off camera and a, a hack system, stuff like that. That's fun. I think they still have them. You know what? I don't think this will work. I was very excited, but I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> Te- teleport? Yeah. Well, I was going to use Blink, but it's only for 10 feet. If I cast Blink at a higher level, would I go well, farther than 10 feet? I don't think that's the way Blink's higher level works. You know what, though, Ollie? Glenn's not a wizard. He doesn't know. I say you give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? You wind up materializing halfway through stone? I mean, psh. Ooh, when has that actually, ever happened? counter idea. I cast Fabricate <laughs> on all of the rocks, turn it into scaffolding, so it both reinforces the tunnel that we're in and moves the rocks out of the way. Ooh. I think you're really overestimating how much of that rock you're going to be able to turn into scaffolding. I've got to double check. Uh, what did you call it? Fabricate. <laughs> Fourth yeah. level transmutation. It is one of my selected spells, too. Oh, it's a uh, spell I, I, spell for you? Yeah. Choose raw materials that you see within range. You can fabricate a large or smaller object contained within a oh, 10 foot cube. Yep. Yeah. Connected five foot cubes. Given sufficient quality of raw material. We're working with metal stone or another mineral substance. However, uh, uh, fabricated objects can be no larger than the medium. Oh. Uh, <laughs> do you can do what you want to do eight five foot cubes is 40 feet that is enough to create a scaffolding tunnel through this yeah I mean if you had the fifth level spell pass wall nope. you could do a five foot wide eight foot tall 20 foot deep passage didn't he just tell her to do what he sh- she said she was going to do yeah, yeah he, he said it would work yep. if she used it that way. I'm going to do that. Okay. Burning through the spell slots. Doo, 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 doo. Well, technically, she's full up of spell slots because she yeah. didn't have any spells before. So Very true, yes. Uh, I finished any. reading the spell, and it says that if you're working with metal, stone, or any other mineral substance, the fabricated larger. object... Larger. Larger. Can be no larger than medium and contained within a five-foot cube. So you could only make scaffolding for five feet because it's stone. How many fourth-level spell slots do you have? Fourth-level spell slots. Eight. She would. She would have three. Three. No, she should have more than that. Fourth. Uh, 12th level, she'll have... Three. No, three. Three. That's right. Yeah. And then she would have three 5th level spell slots and one 6th level? Two 5th level. Two 5th levels, fifth. one 6th level. Well, that takes you... S- <laughs> Burning you- through the spell slots. Yeah, that takes you through 30 feet of the 40 feet, and then your blink would take you the last 10. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my God. Passwall's a fifth level spell, and that'll take you 20 feet. If you cast it twice, you get 40 feet. Yeah, but there would have to be a space between for her to rematerialize without 
Oh, it creates a tunnel. Does she have Passwall? I don't know. That's a 50-50 chance, I'd say. I think it's less than that. <laughs> like your How much but... time would it take for Ollie, Dusha, and an unseen servant to dig our way back through? <laughs> six to eight hours. I'm going to say six to eight hours. Dusha's going to whisper Mortor. Mortor is too far for us to make a cross. Ask Mator if his alternate route do we take to link up with you down other tunnel. Uh, oh, all right, all right. Get out of my head. Hey, not, I got hey, Mator. Maddie, <laughs> Dusha wants to know if there's a back alley he can find of yours. You'll make this very awkward. Do not say back alley. Mator, <laughs> uh, realizing that there is no way that they'd be able to get back through this tunnel, you can put together what Mortor is trying to say. And uh, you know that there are several ways to throne room. We're just making the fastest. Uh, and you can give verbal directions to Mortor to transfer to Dusha, or Mortor can give you the stone. Uh, Mator is trying to show us booze. Mm, brandy beans. That's more for Morley, but... Um, sorry, is that a <laughs> yes, I, I know of a way, or no, I don't know of a way? You know of a way. Um, it's longer to get to the throne room than you guys. I pass that on. Okay. I almost took Arcane Gate too, which I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass because I picked Wall of Ice instead. <laughs> Dusha gets the directions back from Mortor, doesn't stop for a second, grabs Ollie by the collar, and immediately reverses direction down the path that Mator has just given us, attempting to dash right. as fast as possible. Yeah. Ooh, my hero. As I drag you along <laughs> on your ass. Thump, thump, these, thump, thump, thump. You remind me of Harley Quinn. <laughs> uh, so, what do the rest of the group want to do for 10 minutes? Do you want to continue towards the throne? Oh, yeah, I guess you should be going towards the throne room. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, but you know, we'll arrive before him by a long enough amount of time that if combat were to start, Dusha would not make it there. Doesn't mean we... Well... Let's get to the Thorn Room and then we'll decide from there. Alright. You guys continue to press on towards the Throne Room. Kind of... Uh, do you continue on exactly as you do or do you slow down to try and match Dusha's time? No, we're going to continue on... I mean, we're still going to arrive there before him. Well, you were yeah. moving at a regular speed, though. You said you were moving cautiously, but well, not slowly. I'm not slow. Like I'm dashing. Not slow. I'm dashing. We don't know that. <laughs> no, but... Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm moving faster than you, though. Yeah, but we still have to deal with uh, hallways full of possible undead, too. We can't just <laughs> dash. We have to be ready. <laughs> He's given directions to the throne room, so he's going right to the throne room, not to you guys. Yeah, we're going yeah. right to the throne room. Yes. What I'm getting at is, if you're going 50 miles an hour, and I'm going 100 miles an hour... Then you'll still yeah. end up and there five minutes after us. And you guys leave Kentucky. <laughs> See? How quickly do you make it to Lethbridge? Right. Matt's getting it. 
Yeah. No, I understand that, but you were still, even if we continued on, you would have been 10 minutes behind us. If, uh, that was if, if we were going the same tra- speed. If you were traveling at the same speed, Douche would be 10 minutes behind. If Douche spends the time dashing, he can make it there with a point of exhaustion. Yes. Uh, I'd like to roll for that, seeing how I'm a fucking rock <laughs> elemental. That'll be a good idea. Have do an athletics check. Ooh, two points of exhaustion. You lose. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna bite me in the ass, right? Yeah. No, oh, it's every, no, it's not. It has, no. It's a seventeen. Uh, athletics. Yep. So seventeen plus five, uh, twenty-two. All right, you will get there with Ooh, no exhaustion. Twenty-three. Darn. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're gonna carry on. Oh, so it, Swords drawn, ready to huh. go, but I'm not. We're not going to rush into anything. It's uh, it's kind of funny. Every so often, Raph moves his head, and his microphone lines up perfectly with his eye, and it looks like he has an eye patch. Yeah. <laughs> then it goes away, and then the eye patch comes back, and then it goes away. It's fun. Okay, so as you uh, guys. Towards the throne room. Uh, we're going to go with the larger party first. So, Mantor, Mortor, Stormbearer. Uh, you guys, after about five minutes of travel, uh, winding through the hallways, you can begin to hear a bit of commotion up ahead. Uh, and, Mantor, you'll recognize uh, one of the voices as a guard who has worked under you before, who you do believe is loyal still to the king and the throne and not necessarily the advisor. Uh, and you can hear him arguing with uh, a couple other guards whose voices you don't quite recognize. Uh, and he's ordering them in Dwarvish to uh, get back to their posts uh, and that anything else uh, is desertion. Uh, and they'll argue back that no, the advisor has asked them to uh, meet in his chambers. Uh, and then you can begin to hear some shoving uh, and I will let you have one action as you come upon this group, surprising them. What do you want to do? You Hip can slap. see uh, Hip he's slap. about to. Uh, and uh, it looks like the person you trust has two other guards with him, and there's about four other uh, guards kind of squaring off against them. Uh, so they're outnumbered a bit. <sighs> Would I be the highest ranking dwarf uh, if I come in the room? You would be. Okay, I'm going to come in and just intimidate and just start yelling. What's going on in here? Stand to, stand to, knock it off. I'm going to go and cuff one of the... Uh, uh, oh, I don't intim- care if it's just... Intimidation? Yeah. Uh, so Roll high, Roll high. Plus... Uh, ooh, 14 plus 5, so that's a 19. Jesus. All right. Yeah, you immediately reactionary, snap to attention, uh, kind of putting their weapons back very quickly. Uh, and one of them, the one who is loyal to you, will uh, call out an answer uh, that he is trying to get these, and he snare, uh, sneers back over at the other group. Uh, deserters back in line and back to their posts uh, that they're abandoning the city and he had caught them red-handed. Uh, the other dwarf will speak up 
the one who is in the altercation with this dwarf that you trust, uh, he'll speak up and say that the advisor wants all those in the castle to meet him at uh, his uh, quarters. This is all in Dwarvish, eh? Okay. Yes, this is all in Dwarvish. They're not going to speak common. Especially not on matters concerning what's happening right now. So, where the... the Okay, so my plan is going to be to try and keep the dwarves that are loyal to me with our party as we continue on. But I want to okay. send the other dwarves off someplace, but not necessarily to where they think they're going. So... Uh, would I be able to send them back down uh, to where the prisoners were kept and say, you know, I've, I've come up here to gather oh. some dwarves to send them down to a prisoner riot just to get them out of the way, and then I can take the, uh, the dwarves that are loyal, and they'll come with us. Yeah. Uh, we just kill them. me a deception, though. <laughs> Ooh, deception. Uh-oh. <laughs> Do I have advantage because I'm the commander? Uh, no, they're, they're gonna just take pass as their commander, otherwise they just ignore you. Um, and I'm All looking right. for... I, I rolled, uh, so I rolled a 16, and I have a plus one to deception, so 17 total. Yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> with your intimidation, and then, uh, hearing, uh, that you know of something that only people who are loyal to the advisor would know about... They're going to take what you say, and they are going to go head towards. Uh, they're going to take the quickest route there, which means they're going to they're going to get to a dead end. But they'll figure it out and make their way to uh, the tower and down to where the prisoners were. Good job. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> can I can I quickly uh, explain to the dwarves that uh, that are here that you know some shit could go off. You need to trust me and uh, just follow my word. We're here to uh, we're here to get the king back, just to All try right. and reinforce their loyalty. Uh, so if I bark an order at them, they'll follow it. King, uh, he is going to follow you. He'll salute uh, and say for king, and yeah, you get three dwarven guards uh, added to your party there. Sweet, yeah, Operation me. Meat Shield. More, more tour. Uh, more, more, more tour. Dwarfy. I don't know what's going on. That's the question. Do, does Mortar say that in front of them? No, no, I don't say that in front of them. But I, I just <laughs> turn to Stormy and I give him a, a rundown as to what's going on. I'm like, okay, okay, so so the ones that are sticking with us, they're cool dudes. The others that are heading back down that dead end, those ones, if Kendra we see them hello. again, you can, you can start popping arms off. <laughs> It's, yeah. They all look the same, Mortor. How 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 will I know? <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's a that's a really good point. And I get to use press digitation, and yeah. I'm gonna like make large X's on the tops of their helmets that only Stormy will be able to see because he's like standing up, looking over top of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can absolutely do that. There you go. All right. If you see those ones, come back again. I mean, even if you, it looks like they're trying to help us, just like pop an arm off just to be safe. Maybe, maybe just one arm. That, that sounds fair, though. I don't think we should let them just wander away. Well, I mean, we're sending them on a bit of a goose chase, and I mean, if they do find the area, 
then they'll probably be killed anyway. So, I mean, we're kind of doing them a favor. That is true. <laughs> I am what, sorry, Mortor, kind of that you have such a weak king. Happen. Come on, nobody even laughed at Operation Get Behind the Dwarfy. <laughs> that was that was borderline. That was borderline South Park. It is South Park. I'm oh, absolutely yeah. ripping them off. Season thirty or something like that. Crazy. What weapons do they have, Glenn? Uh, they're going to have your standard guard axes and uh, shields, and they each come with a crossbow. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. So we'll so, let's set take up. on any position you would like them to. Uh, so how we're going to do this, uh, with any uh, allies that you pick up, you can either choose to have them do ranged attack, which means they'll do one point of damage per uh, person they have firing, and they'll stay out of combat. You can choose to have them defend the party, in which case everyone will get plus one to their AC, but they won't contribute damage to the party at all or advantage or anything like that. Or you can choose to have them in close quarters combat, uh, in which case uh, each of you will deal an extra point of damage. Uh, and... Put a damage for everyone all around. Okay. I'll probably either keep them at ranged because then we have uh, just a guarantee additional damage being dealt or uh, put them on defense to help us out. But I'll kind of bark orders as needed throughout the, uh, throughout the fight. Absolutely. Um, I am going to say now that if you choose to change what they are doing in combat, that will be your action. Okay. Action to bark orders. Yeah, action about orders. It won't be a free action like talking. No. Okay, I might have something as a battle guy, battle master that gives me that. I, I have like maneuvers. That one. I think you can actually use this bonus action to yeah. uh, order somebody to attack, kind of thing. So that might substitute. Yeah, like one one of my maneuvers is. Uh, um, Commander's attack, I forego one attack of my attack action to use a bonus action to direct an ally I see or hear. The ally can make a reaction to make an attack, adding the superiority die to that ability in place of what I just said. So it would only cost I, you one of your attacks and a bonus action okay. rather than a full action. Cool. Okay. That yep. works for me. Your ability. Very nice. Clever. Winning. I'm in the army. <laughs> Winning. Uh, so we'll get to uh, Dusha and Ollie. You guys are traveling, following the route that Matt Tor had given you. Dusha, can you roll me a survival check, please? This is going to be so that we can actually follow those directions and not get lost. <laughs> was that a left turn at Abakoiki? I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure it was like right, left, left, right, right, left. 13, and what, what did you left, say? Left, right, left, right, up, down, up, down, B-A, B-A, start. Was that a survival? <laughs> survival check, yes. Okay, so it's a 26 with my plus 13 to that. Six, awesome. All right, yeah, you're going to be able to follow the directions exactly as he described. Um, as you guys are traveling through the castle, in quite a hurry, uh, you don't immediately recognize the sound of combat around a corner, and as you skid uh, around uh, the corner of a four-way intersection, 
you can see some melee combat blocking the path that you're supposed to take. You can see um, one guard uh, laying, a, one dwarvish guard laying on the ground, um, a wound in his side, uh, and two other uh, city guards um, holding back about four zombies uh, who are trying to non uh, bite at them, uh, and they seem like they're struggling right now. I'm going to charge, and I'm basically going to use my body as a plow to plow the undead against a wall and splatter them against it. Absolutely. Roll me a strength <laughs> check, please. Roll me attack first. That's one of my spells, though. Uh, attack first? Damn it. That was a 19 for a strength roll. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Well, keep that in mind. It'll count because I still want a strength roll to uh, determine damage. But I want right, to make so sure you That's a 27 to hit. You want yeah, a strength roll? Ugh, that's an 11 plus 5 is 16. You, you, rolled, you rolled the strength when I asked you to roll the strength. So we're going to keep your 19. Uh, so you can do, uh, hmm, 19 damage to all the zombies. Let me just, uh, pull up real quickly. Uh, zombies here. Uh, all right. Uh, so yeah, you can slam all four of these zombies up against the wall, restraining them. Uh, they are... Some of them are going to have, like, chunks of them fall off. One of them just completely breaks at the waist uh, and is still just trying to gnaw at you. They're, they're not dead yet. Uh, another one's arm is just on the ground, kind of, like, grabbing around, moving aimlessly because it doesn't know what to do. Then I'm going uh, to perform my uh, best impersonation of an Italian winemaker and smoosh the grapes. Stomp the grapes. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm just going to have you crush these zombies. Um, against the wall like you're a mortal and pestle. Just grind them up uh, and it'll be pretty easy for you to dispatch them. Uh, the guards are immediately going to look around and you'll... Uh, you don't speak Dwarvish, do you? Nope. Ollie, do you speak Dwarvish? Uh, I do not believe I speak Dwarvish, but I do have tongues. She also speaks Giant and Giant is similar to Dwarvish. Giant, Sylvan, under common and common. Right. Uh, the dwarves say something in Dwarvish that you're not going to understand. Uh, and they both look confused at each other at this earth elemental here. Um, <laughs> can I, what can, I, can, I, can, I can I just throw in that uh, Mortor was attempting to teach me Dwarvish, but we'd obviously not gotten very far in. Can I make one of his D20 rolls to see if I either say the right thing and, like, basically I'm saying, good day, sir, and then the other one is the uh, Encino Man's, you know, uh, the cheese is old and moldy. I did not sleep with your wife, good sir. <laughs> right. D20, coming up. Comprehend yeah. languages doesn't tell you that you can speak languages, but I have tongues. Can I just talk back to them? You have to cast it as a spell, though. Yeah. So can you use up a spell slot if you want I to use tongues. Use a spell slot. Yep. All right, uh, and you can now speak Dwarvish. Do uh, you me an intelligence check though, as you try and communicate? I, I uh, picture I rolled, Ollie literally with a bag of tongues. I rolled a seven. Check and then I get a plus one to that, so it's an eight. An eight. Yeah, you're gonna say <laughs> something way. Which way is the bathroom? Where is the bathroom? Yeah. 
Do you know where my hotel is? <laughs> uh, Ollie, what do you want to say to the dwarves? What's up? What's up? Uh, then, surprise, they haven't even really taken you in, Ollie, with the giant rock elemental crushing the zombies. But as you speak up in dwarvish, uh, the guards are going to turn to you a little bit hesitant uh, and ask if you're the one who has the control gem for this elemental. And if so, how did you get it? Well, see here, do we not have two elementals right now? Because don't I have my little friend? Uh, Which I totally forgot about. Yeah. Did it survive that attack? I can't yeah. remember if it survived my that child? attack. My child? I don't have any notes saying it died, and I feel like that would have been in, like, big text. Uh, I know it took damage, but I can't remember if it died. I don't think it died. Died. I, but you do have two earth elementals. So, yeah, they're going to see all of them and just be confused, like, you're controlling all of them. I am I just a modern-day Wrangler. Ollie's only got one. Mator has the other. Is that not correct? Ollie was yeah, the only you. one. Oh, yeah, no, I have so a gem. No, yeah, Mator has one, and Ollie has one. And then Ollie is... Well, I'm running around with them, so it looks like she's got two, but... Yes, right. I am totally in control here. <laughs> Thumbs up. Uh, they are gonna look skeptical at you, uh, and ask, uh, what you're doing here in the castle right now. What are you doing here in the castle right now? It's literally falling to pieces. They say they are trying to get to the king. What a coincidence! (laughs) Why are you trying to get to the king? To save him, of course. Cool. We're going that way too. Do you want to follow us? Can you roll me? Uh, I'm gonna have them roll an insight check here. They're rolling an insight check. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. you gotta. They're rolling an insight t- insight check, or I am. They are against you. Oh, yeah. natural twenty. Some, some bitch. All nice. right. Uh, yeah. For whatever reason, you just seem to have a very trustworthy face right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone with these elemental control gems must be helping the city, and they did just save your life. So they're gonna, they're gonna agree with you, uh, and they say uh, uh, they start helping pick up their friend who is, has sustained that knife injury, uh, and or I guess it would be a slash or a claw gouge. I was, I was like, but, come uh, on, zombies are using up. knives. Sorry, say again, Dave. I was going to say, zombies are using knives? Come on. Hey, man, if hey. I still had it in sand. Yeah. So. They also so. love sky flowers. Do they? Oh, yes, Do you think an ice knife would work the same way as, like, a hot knife? No. Not even remotely. I mean, you could freeze it for, like, a couple seconds, but the internal body temperature is going to melt that pretty quick. Yeah, but it's not about it's not about the temperature. It's the damage to the tissue to prevent it from bleeding any further, so. Like you're not, yeah, you're not going to be able to freeze that up inside there. Challenge accepted. Mm-hmm. Let's try Firebolt. Yeah. How big is the, the hallway that we're in? 
it is going to be 15 feet across, about 10 feet tall. 10 feet tall. I'm going to uh, basically they'll watch protrusions kind of like jet out of my, I guess, my lower back. And then I will casually pick Ollie up by the scruff and kind of put her on my back. So she's basically riding me like a, an attack elemental. That way she can read her book as we roll. Nice. Um, so, I'm going to yes. use my cantrip mage hand and I'm going to use it. So it's like holding or like putting pressure on that guy's wound. Yeah. Probably you can theory, right? Yeah. Yeah. That is magic is sanitary. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty magic. <laughs> <clears throat> And I immediately uh, start rolling following the directions that Mator had given me. Okay. Uh, the guards are impressed that you already know the way. This just solidifies that you guys were there to help. You we're on a mission. Uh, and they will... Yeah. Uh, they will follow you towards the, uh, the king. You guys will meet I just want to confirm up. we have a total of three new friends, right? Sorry, Glenn. Yes. Three new friends. One of them is injured, though. I thought there was four and there was one injured. Four zombies, only three dwarves. Right. So now we'll have six dwarves with us when we meet up. Well, five and a half. Yeah. You can pull a trigger. Uh, You guys arrive uh, about that hour later at at the throne room. Uh, You'll meet up. And you'll each see that you have a group of dwarves. Mator, roll me a intelligence check, please. Or investigation. Alright. Wouldn't it be insight if he's looking into the type of guards they are? Uh, I want him to see if he recognizes them. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm going to get all excited about the rest of the party. Like, Guys, I made friends! Investigation, Gwen? Yeah. That's a 19 total. Very nice. You will recognize both of the two guards who are up as um, uh, people who are loyal to the king, and the one that is injured uh, is some not someone you recognize uh, too well, so you're not sure. Okay, but they'll uh, arrive and they'll salute to you, Mator, uh, and see the other dwarves there, uh, and they're going to ask you in dwarvish if these are friends of yours. Uh, again, uh, I'm, just, I'm gonna respond uh, with there, doesn't matter if they're friends, your soldiers fall in line. <laughs> they will, <laughs> yeah, without a question. Uh, they there's obviously some plan in motion that they don't need to be aware of, but they all follow orders. When uh, when when the new guards uh arrive, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hands up and stop Stormy. I was like, whoa, 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 they don't have any X's on their helmets, they're okay. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> well, I mean, You're look the at those helmets. There's no X's there. I, that, that's kind of how it works. To be fair, Mortor, if I were to hit a dwarf, there would not be much left of the helmet to show an X or not. I mean, that's a good point. But, I mean, we we didn't agree upon making them into paste. We just said that we would, like, pop their arms off. There's a fair chance an arm would fall off. <laughs> Here's hoping that two or three of them speak common and are listening to this exchange. Well, yeah, one one of them will speak common. And is just kind of looking horrified 
uh, at the conversation that is taking place. So are, are we in the throne room? You guys are just outside uh, the throne room in the corridor outside. You can see a massive set of wooden double doors, uh, iron banded and studded, uh, sitting closed in front of you. Are there guards in front of it? There are no guards, which Matt Toriuno is suspicious. I'm going to tap Mortor or Mator on the shoulder. Good call. What? He's saying Ten. I go. Oh, oh yeah. no, I thought he was saying they're cool. Well, that too. Rock elemental. I don't know. They're not cool. All right. Let's check it out. I go. All right. Do you want to go under the door? Yeah. I'm going to pop Ollie off the back. Book. And then as I'm moving towards the door, I just, like I'm sinking into water. I first against a solid uh, wall. You guys are going to hear a loud bam, and then you're going to watch a rock elemental come up like face first against the door, yeah. and then fall over backwards. Uh, I don't know if you Dusha, can do it in these hallways. Outside the door, you will make out runes carved and etched along uh, the archway of these double doors. I'm going to turn around and look at everyone. Get to cover. I'll tell them to basically hide behind things. Heat to Glover, yes. Set up a shield wall. All right, yeah. You want to set the dwarves up to take a blast from something? Like, have them shield up. (laughs) Are these the same kind of exploding runes that we recognize? Douche is going to move back and pick dwarves uh, up and put them behind pillars and walls so they're not taking a blast. Interesting question. Yes. Can I use prestigitation to make it look like the hallway is empty? Uh, no. no. It's minor magic things. Minor. Very minor. Even like, minor illusion wouldn't allow you to do that. You can do a five-foot illusion, but that's not nearly large enough to cover what you need. You need a spell like I have, which is uh, something terrain. Hallucinary terrain. Uh, do Guys, the runes on the ground is dwarvish, or at least in dwarvish. I have a question. Is this something that uh, maybe, I don't know, someone who is wielding like uh, the rod of lordly might would be able to command the doors to open? Because, you know, you'd be like... That when the king is in a state of emergency and is in his throne room with his advisors planning, that the walls are sealed with a wall of force. Uh, and the only way in is uh, being let in from the inside. Uh, the rod of lordly might might work, but there is only one way to find out. You're not 100% sure. It- I'm going to confer with, uh, with Mortor and just be like, ah! Guys, hang on this door with your stick. Greasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I can be perfectly honest. I um, I haven't like gotten super familiar with this thing yet. Like, I I know it does a whole bunch of things, but I'm, uh, I'll I'll be honest. I don't I don't think that I'm worthy of it. So I I haven't tried to fuck with it. 
But Mortor. Mortor. goes back and grabs Mortor before Ollie he can finish saying anything. How upset are these dwarves that we have with us to watching Mortor pull out the fucking wand of lordly might or whatever Rod, the fuck it's called? Rod. Rod. Uh, Rod of lordly might. Will they get pissed? Uh, they even know that it's been missing? Well, they know it's missing. missing. Everyone knows it's missing. Uh, but they're going to be in awe at the fact that you have this. And it's once again just going to solidify the fact that you are here to rescue the king and set everything right. I I won't even let them make eye contact with me. I'll be like, look away. You look <laughs> away. He, he's um, not worthy okay, enough gotcha. to wield, but he's too worthy for them to gaze upon. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going weird. to uh, pull Mortar up to the door, but I am going to try to form as much of a shield in front of him as I can in case touching the, the rod to the door does anything, shall we say, uh, beyond innocuous. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can shield up as Mortar reaches. Mortar, do you want to reach up and just touch the wall with the the rod? Ding. Yep. What, what's your plan here? Yeah. Yeah, little, I'm. I'm gonna. Here. Yeah. Super cocky. Use the I'll ghost hand. Like yeah. <laughs> use my right hand, and and I'll, I'm just gonna be like, let me in, let me in, and I'll be like. Mortor, as the Rod of Lordly Knight might makes contact with the door, the runes will flash glow, uh, and there is a faint creaking sound, and kind of a weight is lifted uh, from the area, and you believe that the wall is down. You see, Mortor, you are part of the Ungalo clan. You are more than worthy to wield that rod, way more worthy than the king that used to own it. <laughs> Douche is going to take Mortor by the head and move him into the position and he'll watch the steps that were uh, ejected from my back move up to a height so that Mortor is actually looking over my head <laughs> and then I'm going to move to push the door open alright so I'll my, uh, explain the, the, the wormling tries to crawl up Douche's back as well that's yeah. fine you can rest on my Flares shoulder the, now it's just like a rock elemental with wings and a midget. and then a little shoulder flare is going to pop up in front to shield the the wormling, except for the head, so it can see over. Okay. Nice. Uh, I'll explain what happened, or the scene before you, and that's what we'll call it. Okay. You push the doors <laughs> open, and they creak inward uh, gently. Uh, they've been eh, easier <laughs> than they should. Uh, and I just want to make a point. Call, uh, <laughs> tables, uh, about half a dozen or so tables are stacked in rows. Papers, maps, drawings uh, lay on top of them. Uh, chairs scatter around the tables, uh, and in most of the chairs uh, sits a dwarven noble or high-ranking guard that you recognize, Mator, uh, looking like a decomposed corpse, uh, dried-out husks. And sitting at the farthest table in the center chair lays uh, what you believe to be uh, a dwarf wearing the crown of uh, the king, laying decomposed. Shit. Damn! Uh, moving. I, I I don't know if this is inappropriate, but I called dibs. I, it, 
I, I called it first. Is that is that inappropriate? Like Dibs what? I want yeah. I want the papers. What do yeah, you want? No, I I want I want the crown. I'm just gonna I'll just I'm just gonna try it on. I mean, you know, for looks. King Mortor. Mortor, you take oh. one step and the bodies lining the tables begin to twitch and move and reanimate. And that's where we'll call it. <laughs> oh. oh, I love it. I love it. This is going to be great. Hey, Mator, I want to be king? Uh, I hadn't planned on it, but, uh, you know, we'll see, what, we'll see what happens. I mean, to be fair, you already work here. I mean, I'm, I'm just passing through. I think our allies are going to be less ally-y when we start hacking into their king. Well, oh, I think you can tell he's already dead when there's bits yeah. and pieces falling off Is of him. Is it the king? Is it the king? And I still have. I still have resurrect the king. (laughs) I could. Uh, Shit! What do I have? I have raised dead. (laughs) No, but you can't. Uh, You can't resurrect somebody who has been turned to undead. That is also. Unless it's been uh, like a high, high level resurrection. It would have to be resurrection, I think. Or reincarnate or something like that. Reincarnate. But maybe. I'm going to. What if we undead the undead person? You guys have a great weekend. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. Uh, Thanks, Glenn. Thanks, Glenn. Glenn. I hope you get to see Suicide Squad, buddy. Thanks, Should be Glenn. good. He's, I think he's already gone. He's he's gone. He yep. is I think out. we had like frozen face, Glenn. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, everybody. Yeah, reincarnate would work on that, technically. Even on an undead. Reincarnate? Yeah. Does it? Mm, Yeah. I have reincarnate. But it would also run the risk of doing the same thing to uh, the dwarf that it did to. Right? So it has the chance of changing your, uh, uh, your race. So he could come back as a gnome or a half orc or. Yeah. I mean, but better I think you've got death. I think you've got resurrection though, do you not? But you just have to re- wait a day or two. I have uh shit, where was it? Uh I have greater restoration. No. I have raised dead. You should have resurrection. Look in your around 6th level, I think. You're looking for the have. word resurrection. <laughs> I, I know the word. I do not have resurrection. Uh, resurrection is not until seventh level, and I don't have seventh yet. I only got up to six. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm going to tap out. All right. Hi, right, buddy. Love we'll, you, Danny. Uh, we'll see you all later. Bye, Enjoy. Yay. Bye, everyone. Hugs and kisses. Say hi to Danny. Oh, 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 oh,